Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! How about that? It is a... Friday like a mug. Clinton Yates in for Alan Sleewood today. I temporarily forgot which day of the week it was. Happy Friday, kiddos. Myself. How you been? I'm good. Friday yeah. is my favorite day of the week. Wrong. This has been established <laughs> since I was in like third grade. Okay. I like Friday. More than Saturdays. Yes, Why? because you get both. You get to interact with the people that you have to deal with either at school eh. or at work. And then you also get to interact with the people that you don't deal with at school or at work. You get both in one day and you know that you can do none of those both. Those, those I get both of those on like day. a Wednesday though. Like yeah, I, but, but but you don't have a Saturday after a Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you see what you, I'm saying? That's so why Saturday you can is let the loose a little bit on Friday, but then Saturday <laughs> is to yourself again. So. Because Friday is fine. I like Fridays. Friday's number two, obviously. Right. But Saturday is good because you don't have to deal with the work thing. But right? see, I like some. I mean, I like I, people. I, I work like with. a lot of people I work with too. And if I really want to socialize with them, like for instance, you and I took in a baseball game sure. on Sunday afternoon That's true. because I enjoy your company, and yeah. we decided to go <laughs> watch a baseball game together, right. and it was fine. But had I hated your guts, I could have avoided you no. on Saturday. But my point is, it's built in on a Friday. Like yeah. you go to the happy hour, you go to the you know you go to whatever after school, and then you're in your free. So Fridays are Fridays are excellent. It's, it's look, it's number two. There will be martinis in my future. Uh, it is a, a very special Friday for me. Okay. Indulge me for one second sure. here. Uh, happy 19th birthday to my lovely, wonderful, talented, brilliant daughter, uh, Kelly, today. So happy, happy day, birthday, Kelly. sweetheart. All right. Uh, thinking about you today. So uh, 19. 19. Clinton. What were you That's... doing at 19 years old? Nothing good. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing productive. 19 years old, I was... Let's see. 19 years old, I had already flunked out of one college. Okay. I was back That's my older son. I, I was back home. <laughs> I was working at an Urban Outfitters at night, and I worked at a bank during the day. And so this like is a, a teller? This is important. Yeah, I was a teller. Yeah. And uh, years, not years later, but months after that, I ended up, this is a longer story, but I ended up crashing my car, and I had to like figure out what my life was going to be. And my dad said to me, he was like, bro, all you do at that bank all day is listen to the radio and read the newspaper. You should probably try that out as a career choice. Pretty good advice. The rest is history. So yeah, pretty good advice. Here we are. Yeah. Good job, Dad. Pretty much all started when I was nineteen. Yeah, dad, now that I think about it. Dad should have hit you with that before you went away. Well, to the first I mean, college. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. But he had to let me give it a shot. So that's good where deal. We are good deal. Happy birthday, Kel, and uh, we'll do a little celebration. Tonight. We'll do that. Speaking of days, we got to talk about what happened yesterday because yesterday is when the rosters dropped mm-hmm. for the ESPN seven ten All Star game. There are people out there that are trying to make front office dealings. People out there that are not happy with their lot in life. Beto, I'm talking to you. People out there that think that we need to be making trades, we're not making trades. We're not doing that. Well, why would you want to make a trade? You're on the good team. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I understand. It's like the it's like the uh, you know the Cincinnati Reds saying that we we want to make a trade, and the Dodgers are like, yeah, we're good. We we, we we we're not interested in giving you Freddie Freeman for Jonathan India. That, that, we're, we're we're good. Fair enough. <laughs> but the point is that yesterday, my teammate Greg Bergman and I, yes. we went out. We went to say it again, uh, play it again, sports. Out in Pasadena, mm-hmm. and we picked up some gear. We got a couple bats. 
We got some gloves. Emily, we got you a glove. So for those of you who do not have equipment that are on Team Cappy, we have things for you. This obviously can all be shared. We, I was going to say, we should do like the old-timey baseball. You just like the, leave, just your, leave your glove the on the field. Yeah, leave your glove on the position. Exactly. That's very old school. For those of you who are not familiar with Sandlot and by, or. By the way, speaking of old-school baseball, yes. did you hear what I did yesterday? And, no. And it got, I, I thought it would get very, very little response, but it actually got a decent amount. What did you I do? dropped a Herb Washington on the air yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Herb, yeah. And, and, and everybody looked at me in this room like, you made that guy up. I'm like, I no, absolutely Herb did Herb Washington, not. real guy. People, so, I mean, if you don't know who Herb Washington is, let me, hold on, let me. <laughs> no, we talked about, you no, don't no, need no. to go over it again. We talked about I, I know, Herb but yesterday. I'm saying, like, Herb Washington, I actually talked to Herb Washington, like, really? a year ago no over kidding. at a story in Youngstown, because that's where he lives now. He's like a business, anyway, we're way off track here, but <laughs> Herb Washington's a cool guy. So Greg and I go out there, we go to play it against sports, we shoot our little stuff, shouts to Quinn and Brady and everybody who did our little social bit. And afterward, you know, we were in uh, Pasadena. So Gre- I said, hey, Greg, drop me off at the nearest like bar because I'm just going to kick it and get some dinner, watch a little of the Dodgers game before I head home. It's about 6 o'clock at this point, 6.30 at this point. So I'm not just getting right on the road because I'm not driving at this point. Go to uh, Barney's Beanery, and I walk in. And you know this, Travis. Somebody oftentimes in this business, people see you. And they say, hey, what's going on? Or, oh, my God, it's you. if you're you because you're on TV. There's that. But it's typically a very sort of loud exclamation or very secretive (laughs) explanation. That's that's actually You know what I mean? In this particular case, I just walked into the place and some dude I've never met, nice as a mug, just goes, hey, Clinton, how are you doing this afternoon? I was like. Hey, hey, I'm fine. You know what I mean? Didn't say Clinton Yates. Didn't say, oh, my God, ESPN, PTI. I didn't say any of that. Just greeted me like I was some dude he went to high school. I went to high school with who saw me in a bar. That's the most disarming version of that. Exactly. That, that is the one that you're like, do I know this person? Yeah, like, I, I was am, like, am did I, I the meet one that doesn't remember <laughs> meeting you before? Like, it's a, it's a very strange Thank you. back and forth. So I pursued it, and I said, hey, buddy. Come on, sit over here. I'll buy you a shot. Wow. And he starts telling me I'm about how. I'm going to have to how... recognize you out in public. Exactly. A more often. This is what I do. If you see me in the streets, you know what I mean? If you say what's up, I'll probably buy you a drink. Nice. So he says, Hey, man, I was listening the Monday after the Mandy's, and I'm really upset I didn't go. He's going on and on about all the recaps and stuff and asking me to retell him stories. And I was like, My man. You need to get your behind to West Covina. You know what I mean? Because right. for all of you who didn't make it to the Mandy's, the West Covina situation, far more open, open to the public, going to be there a lot longer in terms of what everybody can do. Not everybody could get in at um, Quiet Cannon because it's a private place. This is not that. So if you are a listener and you want to come press the flesh, next Friday is the day to do it. That's all I got. Great, yes, intera- it, it, great it is, listener interaction. It is a great opportunity to come and interact. It will be fun. Do we, do we know like the um – the vibe of it all is it is it a loose social event is it a, a, I a feel proctored much, social I, event is I there going to be mo- an opportunity for me to be in the same frame of mind that I was at at the Mandy's? Oh, I see That's what, you're what I'm here. asking. I see about. what you're saying here. Now, well, I I at the Mandy's, you know, I I I'm not going to lie, pretty happy how I navigated myself yeah. through that. It was it was perfect. I had a really great time. Got a chance to interact with a bunch of people, have drinks with a lot of people, yes. have drinks with my coworkers and everything else. And then at the end of the night, I was still in a really good spot. Right. Like not not in a bad spot, not in a not good spot. Perfect. I need to know if this event is that event. <laughs> I think there's two things for at, me. at play here, here, which is number one, I think that if you're going to be drinking anything, let it be the beer variety. I don't like, inter- you know, Might bats, affect my speed. bats, balls. 
objects being thrown in the air, projectiles. That yeah. was not at play at Quiet Cannon. Okay, so let's keep it well, to the non-liquor I think you're making a huge um, assumption here. I, I, I think you're making a very large assumption as to the quality of play at this softball okay. game. That's fair. That might be the <laughs> I, case. I, you're t- like, look, if we were going to go stand in the infield during major league batting practice, you need to have your wits about you. That's true. Right? Ball's moving with great intent. This is a, a bunch of more radio casual. people <laughs> playing softball. Okay? You could take a line drive to the shoulder and maybe not even feel it. Okay. I'll give you that. But here's the other element here is that we will be casually dressed. So that will automatically make things a little bit. 21. That's the number I wore in all three sports I played. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, th- th- we'll be casually dressed, Emily. There's not like a... There's not an element of awkwardness because we're all in fancy clothes. You know what I mean? Like, I think that social, I, th- I think the social factor is going to be much easier because it's a used baseball field. So yeah. it'll be easier to interact. That's so you wearing fun. a three-piece suit? I think Probably so. so. Right. A third base. Slee's in a three-piece suit. He, he, he may. He may. He, look, Slee, I think, won the night for a variety of reasons. He did. He, he, he looked great. Uh, Lady Slee was a grand slam. She was wonderful and lovely. I don't and think Lady Slee's coming out to Covina. I, I would be surprised if Lady <laughs> Slee were lingering in the outfield. I don't think that that's likely to happen. Wearing but his jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 how great Wearing would that be? Wearing an Slee shirt. Where, how great would that be? But So, yeah, so Greg and I got out there and, uh, you know. Did you buy anything? Yeah. I bought four gloves. We bought five gloves, two bats, and a bunch of balls. Why? Just because we need to give them to our teammates. <laughs> okay, I mean, are you like the equipment manager as well sort as of. The, the shortstop in this situation? And I'm probably going to be the bench coach Why'd as well. Why did you buy a bucket of balls? You're gonna take we didn't buy a bucket of balls. We bought a bucket oh, and some bucket? balls. You're yeah. going to paint your living room after no, you're done? No. Like, I don't know. I don't understand what you do with this stuff. Because I, I have a garage full yeah. of equipment. I, I don't the do buckets, anything with it. I just keep it. The buckets that you were showing on the video yesterday, yes. have they been posted yet? Yeah, they, okay. I posted one. So it's posted. You can see it on your account. Yeah, at Clinton Yates on IG. Okay, so I think most people know it's the little league bucket. Yeah, it's the five gallon bucket. Sure, with a soft padded lid that you can sit on. Sit on, right? I bought myself a seat. I I could make a pyramid of those in my garage. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) because every time you coach a little, here's another two bucket. bucket. I don't. Eventually, you stop. You stop saying yes. But what do you plan on doing with it? You gonna eat dinner on it? I'll use it as a seat in my home, just like everybody else. Oh, there's no room on the couch. You can sit on the bucket. Let me me go get you. How about that? Diamond baseball bucket. <laughs> Pull up. Hey, you get the recliner. You get the you bar get stool, the bean bag, and you, you get, get the, the ball. Exactly. The, the ball so I'm, I'm, we're we're outfitted and equipped. Did you buy position specific gloves, or did you just? Get I did. Gloves? Yeah, I bought a small glove. I bought a big. We bought two outfield gloves and two infield gloves, and then we got another that's just sort of like a tweener. Okay. So you know, All we'll right. see. I mean, it was kind of for the bit. Honestly, the glove selection there was not great. Well, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's a sec- it's a second it's a hand second store. So. Yeah. You know. You're not going to find, um, you know, no, no Omar, Omar Vizquel's no. old 82,000. No heart of the highs, yeah. none of that. So, yeah. but we got it done. So, do you still need me to chip in with? Um, yes, your because glove? your gloves are better, and I want to use one of yours. <laughs> so, there's that. For those I, who don't know the difference, it's so not going to matter. I, I got to tell you, this is so. You texted me yesterday afternoon, yes. and you said, "Hey, can you just shoot me a picture of of what you got?" Right. I don't know if I've ever been more excited to execute a task. <laughs> I'm like, hell he showed yes, me I not can. only his spread, yeah. but his son's <laughs> glove spread um, as well. Look, there are only a handful of things that I get super fired up about, and baseball gloves happen to be one of those things. So, so I have just pulled out okay. my personal glove. Shouts to my man Joe Sacco, who's got his own glove company, Sacco okay. Sports. This is an 11 inch. 
first baseman's first glove. First baseman's glove. It's basically yeah. like a softball first baseman's mitt that it can also kind of be used as a catcher. Toss that, throw toss it over that to over right here. now. All right. It is, it's got a white base. Let's take a picture are you of two it. Thumb, are you two fingers in the pinky? No, I, I can't do two, thing, two fingers in. I just don't like that. It's got a white base with a black interior. This is pretty clean. It's pretty clean, right? This is pretty clean. Travis said he only likes... Brown and black gloves. This is pretty clean. That was pretty the, sweet. The, 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 the white or the cream or whatever we're calling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 cream, it's cream. It feels creamy. It feels creamy. Uh, yeah, no. Sacco, huh? Yeah. Guy makes good gloves. Yeah, no. Check that, him out. Look, you brought it in in the bag. Yeah. And, and, and when, when I walked by, you have a little like tote bag, right? <laughs> tote bag, and, right. And so I saw a glove sticking on the top, and I went to read. You're like, no. <laughs> and then get your hands don't off Don't misdescribe of it. This thing was barely peeking out. I was kind of trying to hide it from him. He saw like a sliver of a lace. <laughs> It was like, what's that? Immediately, you know, like Forrest Gump pointing or, you know, look at that. When he points to the shoes and then grabbing out to them. Oh, man. You know so, what it is. A lot of glove talk today. Uh, you know how they find truffles, right? Yeah. Oh, right. They send out like <laughs> pigs. pigs or whatever. Right. They send the pigs out into the forest to nose through the, the, the rotting tree trunks and stuff. And they find the Great truffles. Cop. Great cop. So I have, you know, I, I don't really love comparing myself to a pig, but I feel like. In this a, case, it's apropos. I think it's apropos. Exactly. And uh, no, that's a very nice glove. Thank you. It's got my handle on it right here, too, on the thumb. I was so Yates. excited. I, I very carefully lined him up. <laughs> and, and I put them on the coffee table. Adjusted I want, the lamp. I, I wanted to make sure that you could see what each one was. Catcher's mitts in there. I'll share all these pictures right now in the break. Was because very, uh, very excited. A lot of glove all talk. of that. Very excited for all of that. All right. So there are some just, I guess you could call them crazy. I guess you could call them stupid. I guess you could call them non-starters. But there are some ideas out there on what Kevin Durant might get. And the Lakers reportedly have already said no to uh, at least one of them. That's coming up next. Yates is in for Slee. It's Travis Slee, ESPN 710. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I may not be the only one. I, uh, we were talking about the gloves that you went and bought, and we were having a little uh, baseball glove conversation. Yeah. I got a text from a buddy saying, I'm going to need to see those gloves. I'm looking at Twitter, Darb in the OC, Trav, let's see the spread. I'm, saying, I'm telling you, man. I have to put it out there. This is a real thing. Put it out there, bro. There's my, the, you did, I was hoping, and, and I, I didn't want to ask for it, and it mm. hasn't happened, so now I'm going to ask for it because I've given you the better part of, like I don't know, 18 hours or so by now. <laughs> um, 
There's a particularly old glove in the spread that I were hoping yes. you were going to ask. What the hell is that one doing I, I, in there? I, I figured this would come up, <laughs> but I, I I was like, that's got to be some teammate's glove that he nope. joins. Wow. Nope, that's man, mine. Man. I, I've had that glove since I was 17 years old. Okay, so that's, that, I that's, played with that in high that school. That glove is older I played, than I am. Play for that yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in college, so that uh, that one has seen some miles along the way. Uh, I, I see this. Uh, Emily just put this on the screen. You're going to an A's game tomorrow, Taylor. Yeah, I'm visiting a friend in SF, and okay. she works for NBC Sports Bay Area, and the Giants aren't in town, so I'm going to see the A's. Who do you know who they play? Uh, the Astros. Have you ever been to the Coliseum? I have not, so I'm hoping you I see a possum. This is going to be an experience <laughs> and a half for you. Emily, is Emily not? Oh, she's in. Have you ever been to the Oakland Coliseum? Oh, no. Oh, no. yeah. I didn't, I didn't think so. <laughs> Rat hole and a half. Also, Taylor was talking about how they, they got these tickets comped. I'm like, you don't need comp tickets. No, you sit wherever I you think, want. I think Five if bucks. you ask them for $20, they they'll might, give it to yeah. you, so you will come in if and you'll sit take a and picture and you say to, you were there. You yeah. have to buy one hot dog and a beer, <laughs> but they will give you $20 to, towards that along the way. I'm looking forward to your reports back on that. You know, sometimes places that are a dump are actually kind of fun and charming. Like, think, think dive bar. Think your favorite dive bar, RFK right? Stadium was like that for a long time in D.C. <laughs> Oakland Coliseum is not that. No, not remotely. <laughs> it is not that. Potential no charm open, at all? It, potential no. open sewage situations it, that you do Open not sewage situation, yeah. <laughs> critters. Yeah. It's really um, big, too, for how the size, it's right? It's a football stadium. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, and it is deeply depressing. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> because there are only, if you, you're going which night, uh, Friday or Saturday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. You're going Saturday night. So there'll be, yeah, what do you think? Eight thousand. If you spot five thousand other people, you'll be yeah. It, you'll be if you want a foul ball, you out? will get one. Yeah, you just <laughs> exactly. just, just hang out one. in foul no, territory. It's not it's not a particularly not like that. rowdy crowd. No. It's, it's subdued. Maybe it's, when you get outside the stadium, another lovely part of the experience. <laughs> yeah, that may be a little different. <laughs> you know what um, I mean? The fact that they're playing the Astros, maybe people are a little cheaper because people hate the Astros. But I don't. I wouldn't. Think. No, I think you'll have a good time. You'll have a good time because your friend is there. Yeah. What do you got going this weekend? What do I got going this weekend? Um, I'm getting a haircut after this. I have to get – I have some preparations to make. I'm not supposed to talk about this. I have some preparations to make before MLB All-Star Weekend, oh, okay. which is something that we were going to talk about, sure. which is that L.A. is kind of an interesting place when they have showcase events because, like, it takes over the town if you're in certain parts of town. Yeah. For example, I've been tracking the progress of the decals that are going up around L.A. Live. So I got some things to get in order before – next weekend hits because that's going to be hectic as soon as it starts it's funny i was when i was coming in this morning and obviously you know being downtown in la live there are there's signage everywhere yep. they're, they're hanging from street signs they're on the side of the microsoft theater it, it's everywhere the hotels and you can't walk 10 feet and not see mookie's face he's everywhere, everywhere. He's, he is leading the signage category and he should it's la he's their best player he's an mvp candidate he's a he's, dodger he, he, of course yeah. it makes perfect sense What's interesting, and then you see Aaron Judge, you'll see Stanton, you'll see Tim Anderson, you're going to see, I saw Walker Buehler this morning, there's Kershaw, okay. they're, 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 they're out there, Machado and Tatit, they're out there. There is some Mike Trout, and, and let me let me be clear here, this could be anecdotal, it's on my path from home to here. But you're coming signage. from the OC, right? I am. So you're in. But I'm talking mostly down here. Okay. Okay, but in and around LA and some of the billboards around that are, are promoting the All-Star game. There's some Mike Trout. Some. But there's a lot more Shohei Otani. Hey, man. There, there is Otani stuff everywhere. I've said this for years. Mike Trout is a great baseball player. Mike Trout is not a star. And that's okay. And this is where Major League Baseball and the Angels specifically found themselves in a problem because they said, well, here you are. You like baseball. He's productive. Make him a star. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. 
and I think that this is an indication of this, MLB is smart. Shohei Otani is well be- – like, we talked about this on Around the Horn yesterday, which was – Never Shohei heard of it. Is- <laughs> Never heard of it. Is, is, is Shohei an MVP candidate this year, even with Aaron Judge having the year that he is? And what I said is – what Shohei provides to a team, there's almost an award that's beyond MVP for what that is. You can't you can't just qualify a guy who pitches and hits as basic value right. to a baseball team. You know what I'm saying? And I think that to that point, MLB knows they've got a star on their hands with Otani. Forget about what the production is on a certain level compared to a Trout. His impact on that team is so much great. And I'm not talking about wins and losses because neither one of them have really impacted the team in a meaningful right. way like that, unfortunately. Um, Mike Trout, and I'm generalizing here a little bit, seems to be okay with, I'm not saying he loves, but okay with the status of that organization. Right. It's been there a long time. He's taken their money. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer. And if somebody offers you a half a billion, you say yes and figure out the details yeah, after you gotta that. Yeah, get a life. Yep, I'll yes. take it. Yeah, <laughs> We're never going to win. I don't care. Give it to me. We'll figure it we'll out figure for it out later. Yeah. But I do think that there's an opportunity for him to put some pressure on people, which at least publicly he's not done. Maybe privately he has. Otani has an MVP last year. And at the end of the season, he's like, no, I want to win. And yeah. it's like, Okay, we got to get this thing going. He backs it up with another. Is he an MVP candidate? I know Aaron Judge is having a monster year. He's on the Yankees. They're having a monster season. He's going to win if it plays out the, the way, way it has. has. But of course he is. He's the, and he's the most interesting player in baseball by a mile, and he's got one foot out the door. I'll tell you a couple quick stories about that. Number one, the Halos really need to be worried about that because that is a dagger. If he walks out of the door, you've completely wasted one of the greatest, they need to greatest players of your generation. That's a separate discussion. Couple of stories about Otani, which is that number one, last year at the MLB All Star game in Denver, was there, you know, covering it. It's great. Otani's in both the home run derby and he is starting the and game hit as lead a off. pitcher. And he hit leadoff, <laughs> which is, is that ag- good? Again, kids, unheard of. But let me tell you what happened. That's not true. He, That's not true. It happens in Little League all uh, the time. <laughs> so there is – because here's what happens. At 45-foot fields across Here, America, here's what happens. a regular occurrence. There is a 12-year-old kid out there who's going to turn 13 before everybody else true. who's got a little fuzz, fuzz on his chin and has a little bit of hair under his arms. And, and he's two years more developed than everyone else. He bats first, leads the league in home runs and strikeouts. So every single everyone play. has followed in Shohei's steps. As a grown man level, he faced <laughs> off against Juan Soto in the – first round of the home run derby he got eliminated because soto went nuts half the daggone stadium just left i'm like this is the home run derby yeah it's not like these other guys here are bums this isn't bp before you play your favorite team to rag on the reds you know what i'm saying (laughs) well it's not like this they're they're worthy of being ragged on (laughs) true this is the mlb all-star weekend and one guy leaves and half the stadium goes out of there unbelievable second thing is uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where the Little League World Series is. They uh-huh. had the Little League Classic there, and the what were then the Indians played the Angels. Kids looked at Otani like he was a superhero. He is that's, a that's, superhero. That's, that's, that's the game where all the kids go to the game, and right. they were just following him around. And it was I haven't seen a draw like that from children that that honest in a really long time. That guy's the best thing Major League Baseball has going. He's period. six foot five. He throws a hundred miles an hour. Adonis. He's got forty five home run power. He's unbelievably handsome. I mean, what and, an, and, an and, excellent and, ambassador and, for the handsome man community. Yates, this is the part that. I'm going to say every time Otani comes up, I'm, Emily and Taylor are probably sick of me hearing this because I say it every time. 
He might be the fastest guy in baseball. His base running is the most underrated part of his game. It, it's unreal. A six foot five pitcher right. who throws a hundred miles an hour and hits forty five home runs also might be the best base runner in baseball. That's Agreed. not a bad package. Agreed. Quickly, not a bad package. for some of you asking me questions about the gloves, we're getting back to this. How did you break it in? Not the old under the mattress with the baseball method. No. Here's a very simple way to break in a baseball glove. If Outside you get of this things, wrong, I'm going to be no, no, so no, no, no. Listen to what I'm going to say. I'm going to say not about. The, I'm not even talking about technique. The simplest way to break in a baseball glove play baseball with it like that's that's people people act like you got to do nine thousand things beforehand no just get on the field and play ball with it it'll break in after you do all the other stuff I, make sure you play I, with it I, there's no foolproof method before you get on the field with the ball in the words of um brennan from stepbrothers did we just become best friends Exactly. Because that, that's the correct that's answer. The, you play baseball the, with the your correct club. answer is you don't need to put any creams on it. You can. You don't, you don't need to go put it in the steamer. You don't need to do – you know what you do? You go out and you play some catch. Yeah, exactly. And then you play a little more catch right. after that. And then you play more catch. And then you play a couple of games. And then you play more catch. And then eventually it's perfect. It's a glove. That's and how it And it will works. last forever. Do the work. That's Did we just works. become best friends? <laughs> ah, yes. nailed it. Yes. That, was that Brennan or was that Dale? That's Brennan. That's Brennan. Dale is uh, Dale Doback. <laughs> I, I can remember a lot of stupid things. All right, so let's get into this. Um, yeah. The Lakers got a, a reportedly rumors out there that basically the the Nets are trying to trade Kevin Durant because he's requested to be traded. Now, whether that was before he went dark, allegedly, right. Right. Yeah. he's he's a wall. Um, and what they're asking for allegedly is basically everything you've got. And what, what they've asked for the Lakers is we need LeBron James, we need Anthony Davis, and we need every pick between now and the apocalypse. <laughs> okay? And, and, and I get it. Kevin Durant's a great player. Kevin Durant, a player of his ability, doesn't come available very often along the way, other no. than free agency. But these rumors are just insane to me. I mean, I, I get it that he's going to get a haul. He's going to get a King's Ransom. But... LeBron, AD, and every pick you'll ever have for the rest of eternity? What are we doing here? It's just silly. I don't understand any of these offers on a lot of levels because, I mean, not even just KD specifically, but, like, here's the thing about the NBA that makes it different from almost every other league. The labor force is tiny. So if you're asking for eight players or even five players for one player – just on a math level, that doesn't make a lot of sense most times. This is not football where you have giant rosters, outrageous amounts of turnover. So the picks, the value of a pick relative to what your roster size is, is different compared to the NBA. If the NBA, you got a commodity, you got a commodity. And if you take five players for one commodity, you're going to get more. And so, like, I don't under, the Nets are going to have to come down. I don't think he's going anywhere. Everything. If they want to deal Kevin Durant. If they want to move him, they're going to have to come to a much more reasonable. You can't be asking for five and six players at a time in the NBA. Here's the the other thing. Doesn't make sense. Here's the other thing about all of this. Kevin Durant is not 28 years old. No. He is in his 30s. Coming off Achilles. Coming off of an Achilles injury. Has happened. Has, look, Kevin, I'm going to be, I want everybody to listen and not do the thing where you just hear the final thing. Right. Okay. Kevin Durant is a great player who will be great next year. Kevin Durant has not been the Kevin Durant you're thinking of in a couple of years. And he Kevin missed Dur- a year because of the injury that yep. you're talking about. And look, the the Celtics swept them in large part because KD was kind of nowhere. Right. Kyrie had the big first game. KD wasn't terrible, but he sure as hell wasn't Kevin Durant. And the question becomes at that point, does, and Emily asked us this question in the pre-show, 
Does Kevin Durant come into your team if your team is not already pretty good automatically make you a contender? That's I, why Phoenix is the interesting one. I Th- think That's so why it is because if you dropped him in there, that team is close enough as it is. He's a, a difference. But there are not a lot of opportunities. And by the way, who has to go? Does Devin Booker leave? I mean, who, who's going the other way if you do something like this? I agree. And Devin Booker, how do you give up on him? I don't think you do. You know, how do you give up on him if you're Phoenix? Do you cash in a generational talent like that? All right, so KD is not going to come to the Lakers for basically Crypto.com Arena, LeBron James, <laughs> Anthony Davis, Magic Johnson's net worth. Lot. He needs the parking lot parking <laughs> and, lot gate as well. And the Oscar De La Hoya right. statue. They, 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 they want that as well along the way. But Russell Westbrook is going to be here. Darvin Ham has a plan, and, well, it's a plan. The plan. It's next. It's Trav. It's Yates. 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You know how every once in a while you just find out that people are into the thing that you're into? Hey, and man, it's pretty exciting. That's my whole life, bro. <laughs> it's that's a nice why I share feeling. so much. I'm glad. It is a nice Happy feeling. Happy to help. Starting to get a couple of tweets coming in about the uh, their baseball gloves. I just put mine up, my, my okay. selection, my you posted what you sent me is out there. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. I, I want to give you one that you did not want, so perhaps you fumble oh, a ground ball or two. Since, look, if you're on my team, I, good point. I, I'd, good I'd point. let you have one. That's I may fair. give you that catcher's mitt. That's a, oh, right. That's exactly <laughs> what I needed shortstop. The old, uh, Big fat catcher's mitt. Thurman Munson model catchers mitt right. along the way. Did I you... watched your son's home run video, by the way. Oh, did you watch and that? And there's a funny part. So <laughs> Travis sent me a video of his son hitting his first home run yesterday in high school. And the video is a little far away, so it's you know you can see what's happening on the field. But as soon as the ball goes off the bat, you hear "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly, you being like, "Oh my goodness!" Did not he realize barreled it up. Yeah, it was, he barreled it that's up. That's the funniest part about the whole thing. His reaction is great, but you just go, "Whoa!" Like, <laughs> Look, you got is it. That what happened? No. It was pretty good. It was pretty Appreciate good that. along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's try a quick phone call here. Yates is in for Sleed today, and of course we're doing Ask Yates coming up mm, 12 minutes from yes, right sir. now, so make sure that you send those lines. I, I would normally, uh, Clinton, be soliciting more. We're good. Like, okay. even if we get nothing else coming in, we are really That's good. Fine. That doesn't mean you shouldn't send them, because yeah. if you are really good, we'll still find a way to do it. That being said, coming up about 10 minutes from right now, Rod in Valencia. Rod, you're on with Trav and Clinton. What's up? Hey, guys. I was calling in regards to Otani. Yesterday, you guys were talking about trading one player, really, for the entire Dodger staff. You're talking about Mace, Julio, um, Goslin. I think you guys even threw in Mike Piazza and Eric Taros for the trade. <laughs> but <laughs> but my, my point is, like, for example, in basketball, I get it. One player, like a Kevin Durant, 
even AD, if all these draft picks got us a championship, yeah, go for it. Trade one player for basketball and make a big difference. But in baseball, to trade your entire, really, your starting pitching staff for one player is just not a good strategic plan to do. No, it's not. And we, thanks for the call, Rod. We, we were talking about this during yeah, Crosstalk yesterday. Uh-huh. And, and that's uh-huh. what I said. Look, this is not where if you get LeBron James or Giannis or Joel Embiid, you're instantly in the mix. That, 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 that's not what this is. Baseball doesn't work quite like that. You need, you need like 10 or 12 really important players to have a really good team. Absolutely. So you don't empty the cupboard like that. But this is why the Angels and, – and I know we got stuck on the Dodgers and Angels. There are 28 other teams yeah. that could potentially be in on something like this. But this is why the Angels need to make a, a, a decision and sooner than later because you're, what he do, what Rod just said is right. This is not a, well, we'll do Otani and give you everything we have and put it – it doesn't work like that. And there are a lot of – there are not a lot of dumb teams out there anymore that realize, hey, if we just get this one guy, it's going to turn everything sure. around. The fits are going to be fairly limited. The teams that can afford to sign, because nobody's making that deal unless you have assurances that he's going to stay. That's true. Right? So you, there's only a very small t- a group of teams that can afford a player like Otani, and they're not going to empty their cupboard. They'll give you a lot, but they're not going to give you everything that you've ever dreamed of. This is why the Angels are oddly in a really tricky spot when it comes to moving him, because you'll get good stuff, but I, you're not going to get everything if they think they can get him in free agency if they just wait a year. I think there's also the question beyond that, too, of what what's the best place for him to be, Travis, for baseball, not just for any particular team, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like MLB doesn't need Shohei Otani playing for the Dodgers. They need Shohei Otani in a place where Shohei Otani is the draw, mm-hmm. and he will get more people there who have otherwise not been there. I think of a Seattle, and I'm not just saying that because he's Japanese, but I'm thinking in markets where you've got a fan base, but you have kind of... Yeah, but in Seattle, se- isn't he exactly where he is now? You've got fans, but it's a team that's not particularly competitive. Yeah, it's a but, team that's a ways away, but I and think, now Seattle's think, more ambiguous, or I should say anonymous, than Anaheim. I don't know that I agree with that, if I'm being honest on the national scale. If I'm being very honest, last Anaheim, time you heard a Mariner conversation. Anaheim, yeah, but I mean, if that's because... When's the last time you heard an Angels conversation that didn't have something to do with Otani? Or you know, Trout. That's what I mean. And so, like, it's a non-secondary market in one one city thing, which is yes. big. You know what I mean? So It's not a B team. I, it's not a B team. And so I think there's a larger discussion there about, like, where actually is a good place for Otani when it comes down to what he, what he gives to Major League Baseball that I don't think, frankly, the Dodgers is the answer. I, no. I, look, I mean, even among all this, that other this, talk. This is yeah. a weird thing to say about this because, obviously, you put him on any team, you can – the Dodgers don't need him. No, not even the remotely. Dodgers have a, a a stable of effective to highly competent starting pitchers. They don't need. They're not. They got three aces, arguably. Yeah. Okay. They don't need another guy, right? They've got guys that can pop the ball out of the ballpark. They they've got. They don't have to have now. Could they use him? Of course. It'd be more work trying to fit him in it, than it would be just doing what you're already doing. Boston is really interesting. Okay. Um. You know what else makes some sense to me? And and. I've, there's nothing that I would like less than to see this team have success. Houston. Houston, yeah. Houston makes some success, or some, some sense, some because sense. I, I think it would be a way for them, especially if they don't win it this year, 
especially if they if they you know and, and they might they're really good but if they can't figure now all of a sudden you got that star you got a new breath of fresh air it does kind of cleanse the palate a little bit because otani is deeply likable yeah where alex bregman is deeply unlikable <laughs> Houston, very international city too yep yeah jose altuve deeply unlikable now all of a sudden you put a guy in that everybody kind of like yeah i like that guy it's it Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that. I wonder. I don't know if he wants to play indoors. That's another question. But you know, he could hit a lot of balls. He could hit a lot of bombs in there. He could hit a lot of home runs in there. All right. So Darvin Ham uh, did an interview with Mark Spears, and they were talking about Russell Westbrook. And and I want to read this to you, and then I want to talk about whether or not this has any chance of actually playing out the way that Darvin Ham would like it to. What he said was, "Count it out prematurely. Count it out." prematurely i've had some great interactions with russ in person over dinner over the phone over text i love russell westbrook man just his mentality his approach just to see him a guy of that magnitude and everything he's done in the league to get hated on but being me i got a wholehearted plan a clear plan on how i'm going to use him i showed it to him sat him down brought stuff up for him i think he's going to flourish we ain't going to try to curtail his energy we're just going to diversify it Redirect it. That again is Darvin Ham on Russell Westbrook. Here is my simple question: What does Darvin Ham know that no one else knows about Russell Westbrook? Because I've heard this before. This is what I was told when Russell Westbrook came in last year. Yeah. This is what I was told when he went to Houston that he will fit in. Uh, nope, hasn't fit in anywhere other when in in uh, OKC. Sure, he was the best player with Kevin Durant. They kind of came up together. They kind of shared it all. Mm-hmm. But from that point moving forward. It's his show, whether you like it or not. I think what Darvin Ham is saying there, through all those words, is very simple, Travis. I think what he's saying is, I'll bench his behind, and I just won't play him. And that's something that Vogel never had the backbone to do, which is just say, guess what? You're just not going to play. And I think that's the only real threat, credibility-wise, that's going to make any sense with Russell. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, if you're not – Doing this, you're not going to play. Because all this stuff about how I'm going to retool a guy at this age of his career, at this stage of his career, at this age, he's, he, he is who he is. And maybe, maybe you find a way to say, make those triple doubles points-free triple doubles, meaning steals, blocks, rebounds, and assists. Maybe you find that magic well. But the only <laughs> threat that B- Darvin Ham can credibly make is – your behind will be on the bench if you do not play the way that we want. Here's Brian Winhurst on that plan. For Darvin Ham to believe that if he lays the plan out nicely in a beautiful dinner conversation over great food and wine, and that Russell Westbrook, who refused to take personal responsibility for his inability or, or complete indifference in changing his game last year, and expect different results, I wish him good luck, <laughs> but I do respect the process he is trying to go through. Okay, so... I think Brian and I are of similar mind. Yes. That this is one of the, you can ask him nicely. You can even say, you know, privately or to your point, reading between the lines, mm-hmm. hey, look, this is what I need for you or you're not going to play. Okay. I, I think he will. I, and and I, I think Russell Westbrook is the sort of guy that will listen. I think he's the sort of guy that intellectually will hear it and say, okay, that makes some sense to me. And then when his sneakers hit the floor, he becomes Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know, like, I, yes, intellectually, I need to do something different. But this is the, the reason I'm in the NBA, the reason I'm making $50 million a year, the reason I've banked 200 the reason I was an MVP, the reason this, 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 and this, is because I know how to do this. 
it's really hard just to say, eh, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't disagree. Virtually impossible. But you've got last year as an example to use locally for the justification of the punishment. And the punishment being playing time. That's the only thing. that The plans don't matter. If they benched him, though, Yates, let's say that you're right, okay? That Darvin Ham says, listen, we wanted you to do A, you're, you're doing B, we can't do that anymore. Doesn't he become a radioactive presence on that team if he's not even – at that point, you just send him home? Maybe. That's worse. It's happened before. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if Darvin Ham has the support of the Lakers – front office to do that then maybe that's what you have to do maybe that's the bullet you have to bite as an organization and you can't sit there time and time again the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results and in this particular case the punishment is more important than the plan should the plan not be executed i like that quote i've I've used that one myself here's another one that i like a lot okay this is a maya angelou when people tell you who they are, listen to them. Believe them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right? Believe that. And he has told everybody who he is from the second he's come into this league, believe him. Exactly. You know, if you're, you know, and it's just one of those things where I do think that Darvin Ham, after a year of seeing what Westbrook did, probably does not have an issue sticking that guy on the bench. Because what's he going to do? Score up with Darvin Ham? You want to have a problem with Darvin Ham in the streets? I, I like, don't think so. By the way, I think I you like can the, just go on ahead and go home. I like this a lot because yeah. this went very quickly from, do you, hey, do you think you could change this game to your bench to now they're having a fight on the sidelines? <laughs> no, they're not having a fight because nobody's getting into a fight with Darvin Ham. Darvin's a big man. That is bad for business. Darvin is a big man, and I, I don't need mean, Look, I, pick, I don't want to fight the ball boy, but yeah. I really don't want to no. fight Darvin Ham. That sounds like a very bad idea. Ask Yates. Coming up next, 877-710-ESPN if you want to do it that way. And, of course, you can send them to me on Twitter, at Travis Rogers. Straight ahead, Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sort of. Today is Ask Yates. Slee has the day off. Clinton is pinch hitting for him. What and up? This one feels like he's been sitting on this for a long time waiting for an Ask Yates. This this feels like it's – and by the way, this this I, I was saving this for a little later, but we'll, we'll I'll bring it up here after right. I ask you the question. All right. It's from Christopher Holmes. Yates, yes. my Spotify library is more organized than my closet, my finances, <laughs> and my life in general. What in your life is, quote, Ab, uh, abnormally organized. Okay. Hashtag ask Yates. So this is a this is it's not a it's not a dodge answer. It's just a little more specific than I think what he's referring to. When I travel, your boy has everything impeccably organized and laid out. I believe like you. in a hotel room. It's it's not I'm not Michael Thompson levels of like cleanliness, but like if I'm going on a trip. I visualize every day and every event that I possibly have to attend, and I pack accordingly from an outfit-wise standpoint. So I'm never caught off guard, or sometimes I don't mind repeating, but like this is extremely important to me from an organization standpoint. Emily looked at me like I had frogs on my face. I love that. Keep no. gave me that line. I love yeah, it. That's a good call. That, that when I go into check into a hotel, like you're talking yeah. about, when I travel, the very first thing I do when I go into that hotel, 
I move out of my suitcase and into the Set closet, up and lay into out. the drawer, into the drawers. This one's a Monday thing. This yep. one's a Tuesday thing. She thought I was out of my mind. No, and waste I also, time. I also have a waste of waste time. Of, no. What are you doing with your time if you can't find? <laughs> I just open my suitcase and I pull things out. <laughs> Garfield style. So the other thing is that like. I'll, you know, and I, I've got travel. I don't travel in what I wear to play. I have travel outfits. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So this is all part of the process. You're not one of those animals that wears, like, flip-flops on a plane, are you? No, I, I switch from my, my, my gate sneakers to my slides. The slides are on the plane. But you have shoes on your feet. I have socks on my that's feet, That's what I of meant, course. socks. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes, okay. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. So that's Good. where I stay. I- down to the side. The reason I was asking about your organization is I did not see you hose the place down. No, with I did not hose today, the place down, but, but I you did... are oddly preoccupied <laughs> with something here in the studio. So here's here's what's going on. The, in the studio, and a lot of you have probably this seen this on social. Yeah. The, the, the break times for our, our segments yeah. are on the wall. We break it, and these are loose 12, 27, 42, and 55. Right. Okay. It's called is, a clock in the business. 12 is up there, 27 is up there. 55 is up there, but somehow, some way, 42 has been knocked off the wall. Gone. It bothers you a great deal. It bothers me a great deal, and the 55 one only has two push pins in the, the top, one, well, so one, it's not properly anchored. Well, 27 only has three. That's going to bother me now. Three. We're going to have to fix this one. in the next break. I'm not some weird OCD person. Oh. It's just that, no, listen to me. It's okay, just, you I are. Just, I know. I am, there are weird OCD people, there are mild OCD people, and there are people who just fix things when they see problems. I would fall into the latter category. 805 Raider, hashtag Ask Yates. What's one conspiracy theory that you actually believe to be true? The government put drugs in the black community in order to control the population. Flat out. I grew up in the 80s and 90s in D.C. where took rampant amounts of lives from incarceration to death to addiction. I grandly believe that was in large part due to the fact that the powers that be in this country wanted that to happen i thought you were going like ufos no, or, no. or something like that no, i lived a, a real more, life a little bro. more serious yeah, than i was in real life bro i know you told me to think about that <laughs> I, I thought about it i'm not gonna how give about you a that LA? i'm not gonna give you a how warning about that, next LA? time what As about the, the line in the great the great song by the beastie boys ad rock says i figured out who makes the crack is the suckers with the badges and the blue jackets that's <laughs> All what right. he says. john in huntington beast Paul's boutique. uh or i'm sorry this is not john this is nick Air travel is a little goofy still. My daughter and I hit several national parks last summer. Do you have a favorite national park? Huh. This is more of a slee question, to be honest. Yeah, he's he's. A, I don't the, know that I have a favorite national park. I can't. I can't. Ever been to the Grand Canyon? I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Okay. I'd like Yosemite? To to, I've never been to Yosemite. Yellowstone? Never been there either. My goodness. No, I mean, I'm, again. Joshua Tree? I've been to Joshua Tree, but I've Over been to. Eh, but that's not. That's I mean, not, it's, it's on the list. It is. It's Zion, Bryce. I've never been to any of these out here. You know what I'm saying? I have to look this. I'll answer this later. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't have flatly. Are you not an outdoorsman? Are you I'm not, not that big of an outdoors guy. I right. like outdoors, but I don't necessarily like. Like patio seating like, in Pasadena? And beaches, yes. <laughs> I don't necessarily like remote I, stuff. I'm going to go camping this weekend. I'd like a seat on the patio, please. Like and you know what? Bring me plastic utensils. If I can't yell and somebody can hear me, I'm probably not going to be there. You have oh, a favorite no. city park? Uh, I really like Rock Creek Park, where I'm from. I don't know that one. It's a, it's it's, a, like, it's like a driveway park. Yeah. Are you a are you a uh, uh, Joshua Tree guy, Taylor? 
No, I was just trying to think of one close by that he might have been to. I got to get to more parks. Zion, I think, is my favorite. Send me your city park recommendations, and I will try to get to more. Do a little Yosemite action. It's in California. It's not It's not close, but it's not super far either. Okay. Well, I got to get a, a car for that weekend. first. So. Yeah, well, we'll, 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 we'll talk to you with your boy. Yeah. Hey, uh, Eddie, get ready for a Travis call coming your way over at uh, Rotolo Chevrolet. I got, I got another one for you. Yeehaw. We're going to do that for sure. All right, this is from Raul in the OC. It says, I consider Yates a pretty fly dresser. The rest of the folks at the station, not so much. <laughs> Who would Yates most trust from the station to be your stylist? Carlo. No questions asked. Carlo wears good kicks. Carlo is a well-put-together guy, not just from a clothing style color standpoint, but he's also very well-sized. He wears his clothes at the correct proportion to his actual body, which is half the battle when it comes to dressing nicely. Carlo by okay. a mile in this. So, I feel like I'm being subtly bullied. No. <laughs> Because you and Carlo are men of a certain carriage that is the exact opposite of my own. Okay. Okay? That you are both thin. You are both um, on the the smaller side as far as clothes go. So, yeah, you guys can wear these little fancy pants little things that they don't even offer to some. And not that I would want to. I get it. But even in the event that it existed, I'm not going in there saying, you know what I need? I need that thing that hugs my sides really tight and only comes down to my my belt line. Like I need something to go all the way down to my knees practically. The thing about Carlo, too, is that he's a very versatile guy. I'm reminded of when we were doing a live broadcast at the Mandy's and he was moving around back and forth in the background. And I saw him walking with his like suit jack. Uh, what is it called? Like a jacket bag or whatever. Okay. He had a suit, oh, a suit bag. bag. Yeah. He was moving around, popped in one door, three minutes later, popped out totally different outfit. I was like, wow, what a change time. This guy knows what he's doing. So Ma- I appreciate that. Mario him. has pretty fly style. Mario too. is fly too. Ma- he's number two I, on the I list I thought there. Mario might be a good choice too. And I thought because and you, you mentioned it about the, the shoes. Yeah. Okay. Funchess is a shoe guy. Funchess is strong. I thought maybe you might go that direction. Mario well. is almost a little more adventurous than I am, just in terms of his skill level. But Carlos, the first Would person you that came wear to my master's jacket to the Mandy's, like Mario did. He looked good, though. He looked great. He looked great. Again, Mario weighs about 110 pounds, so right. you could put a burlap sack on him. It's going to look good. I mean, let's not be clear here. I wore an all-white short suit you know, I, I, to the Mandy's. Like, I didn't need any motivation that You all-white short suit, and J.B. Long had an all-white seersucker suit, which was, can you imagine if I was walking around in that thing? <laughs> I mean, no. In fact, I cannot. I don't want to. I shall I'm gonna not. Get, Mrs. I, Rogers doesn't want to I'm going to have to pre-order. Because that, that, that starts to look like something we don't like from a time in America <laughs> yeah. that we don't enjoy. So we're not really yeah, getting into that, that look, If I grew my a mustache, I'd look yeah. got a little Colonel we Red don't, we thing don't need going that. on. We don't I, need that. I don't need that right. either. All right. <laughs> what, one more. This is from uh, Laker Chewy 7 It says you're hosting a party and the current toilet paper roll runs out. Okay. You pay a visit to, <laughs> to the throne. I like that. And you realize somebody mounted the roll under okay Okay. as opposed to over right do you flip to the correct position or shut off the music and find out who disrespected (laughs) your home (laughs) wow people taking toilet paper a little too seriously what i would probably do is a flip it and then b what i like to do i'm a big fan of passive aggressive signs in the bathroom okay so you put a little sign that just says this is how this is done with like a diagram <laughs> oh my god and so people look and see and they're like oh dear i guess yeah, i guess you guess this is protocol no here. ocd over I'm there i'm not for blowing you. no i'm just saying <laughs> instructions make life easier uh-huh i'm not blowing anybody's spot up Are at you, the party you, you one of this like in the go into the the uh, freezer and the ice tray and each individual no. cup 
Ice, ice, ice. I'm not that crazy. I have an ice maker for that reason. But also, people who don't put the roll on the actual like wall handle is crazy. Because like I had my sisters just put it on top. Yeah, I mean that's that's, this is lazy. If if I'm having a party, I. Listen, it's typically on top of the toilet, let's be honest. Okay, but if people are coming over, I'll put it on the roll. That's how that goes. You got to get one of those things that you can kind of reposition throughout the bathroom, depending <laughs> if you're a lefty or a righty. I'm just <laughs> throwing what? it out there. No, I don't need all that. <laughs> all right, it's just toilet paper. It's not that Just serious. look, if you're left-handed and it's on the wrong side, it can create, you know. Um, you got to go offhand. Flex- yeah, that's, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. Get, get, are you, you're right-handed. I'm right-handed. Right, right, bat, right throw think, right. Think about brushing your teeth left-handed. It would be super yeah, awkward, that right? That's true. Now, imagine the other thing that we were talking about. One more here. Um, this was for Slee, but I'm going to turn it on around for you. Okay. Did ESPN put Trav and Slee on different teams because at least one of you will win something at this event? Wow. Hashtag Ask Slee. Wow. It's from GFish21. That is a real shot at the show. Come on. <laughs> is it? A little bit. <laughs> I don't think uh, – I mean, Emily's Emily and I are winning on Friday, next Friday. That's going to happen. There is an Achilles heel that I have for you guys. I don't appreciate, you. by the way – well, hold on. I don't appreciate people hating on Emily, by the way. College water polo, toughest player on our team. End of story. There's an Achilles heel on your team. All right, we'll see. It, 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 I'm hoping it manifests, and it's going to need to manifest early. Okay. That's next. It's Travis Lee. Yates is in for Al. 710 ESPN.